on air. It isn't is a very very important judgment. It's an interesting judgment. I've spent my afternoon reading it now, and yes, it's going to take the SABC a bit of time um, to internalise it, to understand it, and possibly to act or not act on it. Um, just to catch up on your previous interview, um, the SABC might appeal. Um, we don't know yet. Once they've taken legal advice, they might appeal. It's a very harsh judgment um, in that if you read the bottom line of the judgment, the the judge was quite, um, you know, I think an understatement is harsh. He said that the rules are dispensed with. The dismissals of void, in other words, they didn't even exist in law. Uh, they returned to work immediately. Um, and he said that the SABC is interdicted from proceeding with any disciplinary hearings initiated against the applicants. And then they went on, which was even more interesting, is that they've given costs on an attorney and own client scale. Now, that's that's quite radical stuff. In other words... Um, they're ordering costs against not only the SABC, but they're wanting to order costs against the the general manager and the acting group executive, News and Current Affairs, mm. against individuals and their individual rights. And also, uh, when the court says attorney and own client, in other words, every single penny that was spent on the attorneys and the advocates uh, might land up at the foot of the general manager and the acting group executive. Uh, manager, which is, you don't often see this, um, and uh, I, I must admit I was quite shocked to see it. What what uh, would have judgment. compelled that, uh, Mr. Bagram? Is it because uh, because the question was why they need to motivate why they should not be held personally liable? So what would have compelled him to reach the uh, point where he would say that there's a possibility that it was down to the decisions of these two managers? Well, they're saying that the two managers, and they want those managers to come forward and explain themselves. They're giving them five days in which to answer this order um, and to explain themselves why they acted contrary to a system that is set up by the SABC. In other words, the SABC itself has got a system of justice and fairness, internal disciplinary code. Now, that code has to be adhered to by everyone. Um, within the SABC, all the management and the employees have to adhere to your code. Um, and if you don't adhere to the code, um, you must explain why you haven't. And now they haven't. They didn't come forward in this particular case. They never, they never denied that they didn't act in terms of their code. They said that they didn't have to work in terms of the code. And then they didn't explain who had ordered them not to work in terms of the code. Uh, and so they're the people that signed the documents. Those are the people that defended the court case. And they're saying that they would be personally responsible and liable for all the costs that are incurred by the employees. Uh, the employees have been hard done by in a whole lot of uh, um, senses. It's, it's, it's a very, very interesting reportable judgment by Judge LaGrange, uh, who is a senior judge in the Labour Court, probably one of the most celebrated judges in our Labour Court, and you can see why when you read this judgment it, it makes for very, very interesting reading. Obviously, the one, the one area that is of concern to many of the Labour practitioners is that every time someone gets dismissed, can they run directly to the Labour Court instead of going via the CCMA, which we all know. Mm. Um, I, I spend half my life going down to the CCMA, 
um, and why, what makes these employees so special that they can run to the labor court and get an order against their employer. And uh, it's a very interesting judgment explaining that this is a breach of contract. In other words, the SABC have a specific contract outlining what procedures they would use if you were to be dismissed. And they avoided or just ignored all those procedures. And hence, this is a, this is a summons to the Labor Court, not for an unfair dismissal, but for a breach of the contract thereby rendering it an unfair dismissal, uh, which is an interesting way of looking at it. And it might open the sluice gates uh, for further lawyers and for other individual employees to challenge their employer and go directly to the Labor Court. You get much quicker and swifter swifter justice and, quite frankly, um, much harsher justice. Does it have direct ramifications for the other SABC journalists who are obviously taking their issue to court on the same ground? Absolutely. This is exactly on all fours, as the lawyers would say. It stands on all four paws exactly the same. So their cases, if the SABC now recklessly go ahead with dismissal of the others, they would be looking for enormous trouble because the facts are the same. Um, they arise out of the same facts, and it certainly wouldn't warrant, and it can't warrant, the summary dismissal that existed with these four. So we have the now well-known um, SABC-8, um, who all stand together effectively in law. And for the SABC to say, no, we're going to continue with others, I, I think would be um, a complete industrial relations nightmare. Uh, to do that. So it will create a whole lot of further costs, both for government and for the employees. And as you've seen, it's now, now the court is starting to single out individual managers. Um, so if I was a manager at the SABC, I'd be very reluctant to put my pen to paper uh, to start um, conducting some sort of disciplinary inquiry or even dismissal in, in light of this judgment. Mm. And I suggest that many people read this, as many as possible. Thank you.